Hello, everybody. It's Erev Tisha B'Av over here, Eretz Yisrael. Erev Tisha B'Av, 5,783 years from Bria Sa'ilam. That means we're talking about 1,955 years to Corbin Abayis. Very painful to think that we're going to have to be fasting tonight after so many, so many tefillos, so much davening, so much praying. We still seem not to be able to get it right. When my writ writes that the ikir of the Avelus is not only on the destruction of the temple, but on the fact that we caused it. My pain is with my soul because I know that it's my soul that caused it. We call much more than the damage that all our neighbors did to us in the exile. The pain is from the fact that we caused it. And we daven, and we daven, and we daven. And I could have folk who listens to our tefillahs. It says in this week's parasha, Ki nigoi godol asher lo yelitim kroivim eilov, ka Hashem alikeinu b'chol kareinu eilov. There's no nation that I could have folk who turns to, and whenever they turn to him, he, he's close to them. So the question arises, the Mabit says, how could it be? We're davening for the Geula, we're davening for Yeshua, thousands of years, and our tefillahs are not accepted. How are we to understand it? All the Jews, there were never Jews that were good enough that their tefillahs should be accepted. So he says, first of all, we need to know that when a Jew davens, he fulfilled a tremendous mitzvah say just by the fact that he knows that there's no one that can fulfill his needs other than the Bariyolam, especially when it comes to something as great as the concept of redemption of the Jewish people. But then he says another concept, and he says that there's a certain amount of tefillos that have to be davened in order for the geula to come. And when that time will come, so all the tefillos of all the generations are going to be metzdarev, and they will bring the geula. So indeed, tefillos from yesteryear are also going to be just as important as the tefillos of the time that the base of Bigdash is rebuilt. I think if so, that there's room to pay attention and to try to strengthen ourselves in the, the following halacha. The Gemara says in Brokus, Adam if a person davens, and he doesn't feel that he was 
answered, Yachzor v'yispalu, he should daven again, Shnei makaveh l'ashem chazak, v'yametz libecha v'kaveh l'ashem. You daven one time and you're not answered, daven again. And the Vilna Goin says that Yachzor v'yispalu is chazor sashatz. And Bess Yosef brings the Rabbeinu Yoyna, that says, HaOyne onmein achar kol brocha. If you answer Omen on every broch of Shavon Esrei, Chazor Sashatz, Harei hu kemispalol shtei po Omen. It's as if you daven twice. It's another Shavon Esrei. It's another davening. And if we learned now that the Mabit says that there's a certain amount of tefillahs that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is waiting to hear from us, as far as the as far as the base of Bigdash being rebuilt, if we listen to the Chazor Sashats and we pay attention and we amid starve by answering Omen, that counts for us for another tefillah. The Benishchai says that even though the simple meaning of the Chazor Sashats is that we need it in order to be moitzi, someone that can't daven himself. He says the real reason, he says that we'll be sod, I'll be Kabbalah. And the pshat in this din is as follows. When a person davens, the quite one esrei, the Zoya Kodesh says that you have to be very careful not to let your voice be heard. Because we're afraid of the chitzayim, we're afraid of the various evil spirits that are going to try to chap the tefillah. But when you daven Chazor Sashat, Chazor Sashat is such a big tefillah. It's such a big tefillah that the chitzoinim, the evil spirits, they can't get a hold of it. So it's so it's so high, it's on such a high level that you could say it out loud and you're nothing to worry about. And that's why it's a tefillah, it's so special that you need 10 people to be able to say it. You can't say Chazos Shatz by yourself. It's special, it's special. The Vilna Goin says that if you count all the brachas in the Shemona Esrei that we say in one week, including Chazos Shatz, including Friday night, the bracha of Mogei Novos, we have 620 brachas. 620 brachas is Kemenian Keser. It's as if we are being mamlich HaKadosh Baruch Hu, coronating HaKadosh Baruch Hu and giving him a crown. Maybe that's just what we need in order to have a base amigdash back speedily in our time. I'll just end with the words of the Sfasemis. We know that it says any door of any generation of the Beis Amikdash is not built in its day. It's as if it was destroyed. So, as long as we don't rebuild the Beis Amikdash, it's considered as if we destroyed it. But the question arises, says this Fasemis, it needs a lot more strength to be able to build a Beis Amikdash than to destroy a Beis Amikdash. Destroying a base of Migdash, you just take a couple of matches and you destroy it. To rebuild a base of Migdash takes a lot more koyach.
as the Sebe says beautifully, Yakovish Vohu, he so much wants to rebuild the Beis Abigdosh. He so much feels bad about the fact that he destroyed the Beis Abigdosh. And it will just have a little bit of a schus, a little bit of a merit in our deeds. The equivalent of lighting a match. That would be enough. That would be, it would be rebuilt speedily in our time. Kishboku should help. We should get our acts together. It just shouldn't be another Tishabov and another Tishabov. We've had enough of those Tishabovs. We should be Zoichet at the Tzaymach Anishi. The fast day of Tishabov should be Nepach, Lesosin, Lesimcha, the Meheiro, the Omeno. Amen.